Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. And today I have one of my favorite people on the show. She's made a brief appearance before, but we have Jessica on the show. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, Gina. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, me too. I'm super excited. We always have the best chat, so I can't wait to dive in today. So for those who are listening, uh, Jessica is, uh, she's become a really good friend of mine. She's a confidence and success coach. She has so many amazing things happening, how she supports women. And she is just truly one of the most beautiful people you will meet. But for our listeners, Jessica, I mean, I could gush about you all day, but can you take a moment and just say who you are, what you do and how you help people? Yeah, so... I'm Jessica Cox, confidence and success coach, and I basically help women uh, who just feel unfulfilled and want more out of life and really learn to step into their confidence and create success on their own terms. So for me, it's basically coaching the woman I was five years ago because I... Yeah, I just constantly held myself back in a lot of ways. I was really struggling. yeah, I was feeling unfulfilled and really wanted more out of life, but wasn't sure how to get that. And now I'm just going after the things that I want, figuring it out along the way, but I want to help other women to do the same thing. So it's what I'm really passionate about um, because I think everyone deserves to live a fulfilled life, um, an enjoyable life for whatever that means to you. So yeah, that's what I'm passionate about. I love that. And I love how individualized it is because I feel we live in a society where things are blanket statements and you are like, no, 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 let's dive into what you want. It's not success. What I think it is, it's what you think it is. And I think that's so beautiful. Um, And we're going to talk more about how you help women later in the show, but you haven't always been an entrepreneur. Like you just made a statement saying that you coach like you five years ago. What can you tell us more about that, Jessica, five years ago? Because I guarantee you our listeners can resonate and maybe they're in a place where they know they want to make a change and you can give them hope and inspiration on how you kind of made that leap. Yeah. um, Oh, gosh, Gina, I I've had a long history of playing small, I guess, and really lacking confidence, um, holding myself back in a lot of ways, really struggling struggling with self-worth and you know I I'm at a point in life now where I have a real a lot of realizations about 
who I was back then and, and things that I've gone through that really affected me. And like, I guess I have a lot of insight into that now that I'm kind of, you know, not on the, like kind of on the other side, like I, I still have things to work through, but uh, like, I feel like I'm a very different version of myself. And so, yeah, I just always lack confidence and I was graduating high school didn't know what I wanted to do, but I'd always been a straight A student and was like, okay, university is the next step, you know, just cause that's what you do. Um, and I, like my friends knew what they wanted to do, or at least that's how I felt like, you know, they were going into nursing or business school or whatever it was. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, so I went to university to general first year um, I did a couple of introductory psych courses in that first year. And I, I like, I knew I always had a desire to help people. And so I thought, okay, I'm really fascinated by psychology. I want to help people. Let's just do a psychology degree. Uh, and then I really struggled through university, Gina. I struggled with depression, anxiety. Um, it was a very dark time in my life. And uh, it took me six years to finish my four-year degree because I took a semester off. I did a reduced course load. Um, and I think I, I couldn't think past at the time, just trying to finish my degree. Like that's all I wanted to do. And there was a time I didn't think I would be able to do that. Um, and then I graduated finally, and I had my piece of paper that said I had a bachelor of science with a major in psychology. And I was like, now what? So, yeah, I just, you know, I found myself in jobs where, you know, I was working with um, kids in care as a child and youth care worker. Um, and I just, I don't know, it was like a slap in the face or like a wake up call because I did not enjoy it. And don't get me wrong, like, there's such a need for that role. Um, but for me, I what I realize now is like, I'm like that wasn't for me, that type of work. It's very hard, uh, very challenging. Um, and the other thing was like, I was working shift work and I was like, oh my, like I had this moment of, is this life? Oh my God, like this is what I have to do for the next 30 plus years. And I just didn't like it. And I thought there was something wrong with me because I looked around and this is what everybody was doing. And like, this was life. And I can remember having this like, feeling of dread inside me, Gina, like that's the only way I can explain it. And, um, I just, yeah, I, I didn't know where life was going to go. And I just, you know, I moved away to Edmonton and found myself in similar jobs and I was never fulfilled. And I guess I never really saw myself becoming an entrepreneur, but because it well, because I didn't think I had it in me. Um, and, but through a lot of like personal growth and development, uh, and really going on a journey, I guess, to work on my confidence, work on, I guess, taking back control in a lot of areas where I had never held onto that control. Um, I just learned to start going after what I wanted. And so I feel like that's kind of a long winded version of just you know it's been a whole journey Gina and I'm still on it I'm still figuring it out 
Um, but I just refuse to settle anymore. And I, and as cliche as it sounds, it's just, it's true that life is too freaking short. <laughs> we only get one life and, um, but you have to make the most of it. So you have to do what you want. It's so important. I couldn't agree more. And I guarantee you people who are listening, they can resonate with your story because, you know, I love my job, but I also had this realization of like, holy moly, like I'm stressed out all the time. Is this my new norm? You know, but I think the most beautiful piece in all this is that our listeners, I guarantee you, there are so many who are in that position where number one, they've realized they've checked all the boxes. They're still not happy. They've checked all the boxes, but the boxes weren't theirs. They thought that this destination was going to bring them happiness and it didn't. So we all know that that's a journey that we're being led on. I mean, that's society in a whole. We hear it all the time in both of our work. The key piece here is that what do you do when you realize you're unfulfilled? When you realize, oh shit, this is not what I want because I feel there's so much pressure for people to suck it up, to be grateful for what they have. You have a job, you have these things. What was like, what were some tangible things that you started to do to go, this is not what I want. What am I going to do about it? And you said something earlier that I thought was really good is that you decided that that's not what you wanted. You wanted to do something different, but how do you do the different? No pressure. (laughs) What a loaded question, Gina. (laughs) Um, So I can only speak from my experience. And I think a lot of what I was afraid of was the expectations of others. And you kind of get put in this box where, oh, but you've done this. Like you've gone to university and you, you got a degree. Like you have to use that now. Like you have to go get this good job. Like there's all these kind of check boxes and like, if you stray, like people can kind of start to question, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Right. And there's just this fear of, yeah, people kind of thinking that and maybe questioning you. Like, I know that was my case because I've always kind of struggled with um, the expectations of others and not really truly listening to myself. So I think that's the first thing is just, you have to listen to your own heart. You do. Um, other people don't have to get it. They just don't. And you know what? A lot of the times they aren't going to get it, Gina. And I think we need to just stop trying to maybe prove ourselves. If you can like drown out that noise and just try to live according to like your own voice and your own heart um, without trying to prove yourself. It just, I think it's a game changer. So that's, I think the biggest thing. Um, and yeah, just, you're never stuck where you are. You can change. And I know sometimes that can feel really big and overwhelming. Um, when you've been somewhere for a long time, you've been on a certain path, it can feel extremely overwhelming. But I think, you know, if you can break it down and just look at like, what's one small step that I could take? Um, and like, what's the worst case scenario and like, you know, just play that out and be willing to take a step and just explore. Even it doesn't have to be this big commitment. If something doesn't work out, like you could always fall back to what you're doing. Like there's no, you know, you're never stuck. And I think 
that is another huge thing is that people just, they kind of get stuck and they feel they can't change because it's too late. Or, you know, I've heard women, like, I mean, I'm in my, we're both in our thirties and, and like this mentality of like, well, I can't change now. Like it's too late. Like I've been on this path. I'm like, God, like that's, you're so young. You have 40, 50 plus years left to life. Like that's a lot of time to continue doing something that you're just not happy with. And it, it just, it doesn't have to be a job, you know, it could be anything in life. Oh, totally. If you're staying stuck in something, right? It's just be willing to just explore, take the pressure off. Just think, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to do this thing just to see what you like, what you maybe want to do, how you can start to make changes. Um, it's still worth it. <laughs> It really is. And I think, you know, the common theme, like when I talk to women, it's like, what are people going to think? And I had uh, somebody close to me say that to me on my journey several times. And I was like, I don't really care what people think, you know, me being a teacher for 15 years and being very successful there. I'm going to be equally as successful as doing what I'm doing. But the key is I'm not as stressed out. I'm happier. And that should be enough. You know what I mean? This whole idea of, oh, we have to uphold this certain image, it really puts so much pressure on people to stay stuck and to stay small, you know? And as you were talking about like your education, and I was thinking about my education, like I cannot tell you how much money I have spent in my, I'll say like my traditional education. Like I signed up to be a teacher. I have three degrees. The money that I borrowed to put into my education that I was willing to pay off for the rest of my life. Okay. That was a huge commitment. And I think this is why a lot of people stay in it is because they've invested so much in that. I want to dive into this and I wasn't planning on going here, but I do think this is such a missing piece. I know you get this as well, but with that mentality of spending all this money to do something that you realize, okay, I'm not happy. I'm miserable. There's still a stigma around investing in yourself. Like there's this huge stigma of, I can't afford to put that into myself, something that will make you happier, but yet we invest thousands, sometimes even hundreds of thousands into an education where we're not even guaranteed a job or we're not even guaranteed happiness. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Throwing a loop at you here now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think, and I want to say like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with going in and getting that education. Like, I think it's really important to be educated. Definitely. I also think there's a lot of avenues to be educated, especially in today's society. Um, but yeah, I, I think, and like the message that you're talking about, Gina, of just like, you've invested so much in something, like I can't possibly change that yeah. now. But on the flip side of it, okay, so you continue on that path and you get to the end of your life and you're like, wow, I just, I live my whole life unfulfilled. Like, just accept that you spent the money, you did the thing. It Like, I don't regret getting my education. It taught me a lot. It still gave me skills I can use. Absolutely. Like, that was still an investment in myself. I, I just, it didn't, I guess, play out how I thought it would originally. I, I'm, I'm choosing to go down a different path. 
And, um, and just to speak to, yeah, investing in yourself in other ways, like I always say, you are your number one investment. You are the best thing you can ever invest in. And I think, yeah, too, people, too many people hesitate when it's like your health, you know, getting a gym membership or getting a coach or whatever it is you want to invest in. You're like, oh, that's too much money. But yet, like we, most of us will spend money on stupid things <laughs> and lots of other things, right. That we don't really think about. Yeah. And so sometimes it's just asking yourself like, okay, well, do I really need this thing over here? Like if I switch this habit or if I held off on maybe getting this thing over here that I want, I could maybe have the money to invest in myself and, and to really start to become the person I want to become, which I think helps you to then live the life that you want to live. Right. It all starts with like becoming first. Yeah. You have to be before you can do. Right. And so, yeah, I just, like you're so you're so worth the investment. I like I don't know what else to say about that other than just you are so important. And um and I think even sometimes like we'll be willing to spend the money on other people, especially if you have children or whatever. And I'm not saying like no, don't spend the money on them, but even again, like you are number one. When you're good, other people in your life are good, right? You can't take care of other people if you're not first taking care of yourself. So I couldn't agree more. I don't know if that was helpful. But. Oh, no, you did. And yeah, I mean, I should preface the fact too that obviously education is important. <laughs> you, yeah. I should definitely have led with that. But yeah, no, education is super important. And I don't regret um, my education either. But I think the the piece around that is I think we do certain pieces of education with the expectation of a certain outcome. I am still a teacher. Nobody can take away the skills that I have. Nobody can take away my experience. Nobody can take away all of those things. I am still a teacher just under a different scope under my conditions now. And I think that if we can broaden our scope about where we are educating ourselves, I think everything's a game changer. And you said something there uh, that I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is very interesting. Because people will spend money. People spend money all the time. But I think, as you were saying, I'm like, okay, well, why would, why can people go and like, oh, I can hold up my cell phone. They can, people can't see it, but this cell phone was $1,000. And then plus your, your monthly fees on top of that. People will buy things that they feel they need, but they won't invest in themselves. And I think there's once again, the fear of what comes when you look at yourself and when you do this work and when you peel back the layers and you're like, okay, giving yourself permission to, to want to do something different. Like, I think it's scary. So I don't even know really if it's money because I don't know. I don't know. I'm really curious about all this because a lot of people will go on a vacation and they will go and they'll, they'll drop thousands of dollars. And I know, I know it's different. I know you have your memories and stuff. So, but I really don't think it's money. I think it's something different that when you do this work and when you dig deeper, it's not the societal norm. Like I think this whole, I don't know, this whole idea of if other people are doing it, then I can do it too. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm making any sense, but it just, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a couple of things there. Like we spend the money on all those other things because we live in a society where it's constantly pushed at us, right? You feel you need all these things. And I think 
we're just so constantly bombarded by these messages of you need this, you need that. Um, you know, social media and highlight reels and you see somebody getting a new car going on that vacation. And it's hard for us to stop and sit with ourselves and ask, what are my values? What do I need to be investing in right now? Am I like, is it a vacation or am I just feeling like I need to go on that vacation? Because I've seen my friend on social media post that they just went on this awesome vacation and you get that like comparison feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, pressure. Pressure. Yeah. And it's hard. I get it. Like I've been there and like, especially if you're in a place where you are kind of struggling and, and it feels like everyone else kind of has it together and they're doing all these cool things and like they're rocking it financially or like, you know, it just, it gives you an illusion, but you don't really always know what's going on behind closed doors. And, you know, and, and I think the other piece of that, like you said, is it's, it is hard. It's, it's fucking hard Gina, to do the work very, on yourself. It's very hard. It's uncomfortable. And the easier thing I think is to, you know, even if you're uncomfortable in life, if you don't really like your situation, it's almost easier to sit in that discomfort sometimes than it is to decide that you're going to go try to make a change and, and go with that discomfort because it's like you, the devil, you know, versus the devil, you don't, right. You know, the discomfort that you're in right now, you're living with it. You've almost gotten comfortable with the, the uncomfortable it becomes that you're your in, story, that right? Sense. It becomes yeah. your identity. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just what discomfort do you want to deal with? Right. The, the discomfort that could potentially give you the things you want on the other side, or do you just want to stay where you are? I think sometimes is, is the question you have to ask yourself. And yeah, I don't ever want to dismiss that. It's not easy, you know, to do the work, to, you know, sign up for the gym and maybe go try to like work on your fitness and your health if you want, or, or get a coach or go to therapy, right. Where you have to work on some of those deeper things that are going on inside of you. That's not easy at all. It's not. Yeah. But I've done the work and I just know how worth it it is on the other side when you can have breakthroughs and you, you get yourself out of patterns that you've struggled with for so friggin' long. Mm-hmm. It's just so worth it. It is. And th- those are some fantastic points. And I, I do think it starts with looking within. And I think once you start, and once again, that sounds corny, but once you start and you sit with yourself because our whole entire life, we're taught to look outwards. So it's like this reflection where you go, okay, hold on a minute. Am I doing this because it's an old pattern and I have patterns of like just buying things for the sakes of buying things or I'm comparing myself because let's be real. We all need vacations. We all love vacations. I'm not saying don't take a vacation, but like you said, check in and be like, is this what I really want? Or am I running from something or, you know, just like really just checking in with yourself and being like, what do I want? am I going to be brave enough to go for it? You know, and it's really just stepping in and doing this work. And that's how you get to the other side. We both have pasts that we did not have this mindset and it take, it does, it takes a lot of work, but I think we both can agree that it has been the best blessing and has gotten us where we are. Oh, 100%. And 
I think just embracing the messy a bit more. Like I used to be afraid of the messy. Like I've had parts myself that I've had so much shame around, you know, things that I thought I'm just a terrible person because I think this way or I feel this way. Um, or I did this thing or I acted. Yeah. Like all the shame that comes with that. No. Yeah. And, um, you know, I like, I've had to work through a lot of things and I realized like those messy pieces, they just, they make us human. We all have those messy parts. Like if you want to call them messy, whatever you want to call it, I call them my messy parts. Um, and yeah, the journey, it never ends, but like it changes and you do grow and you overcome things that maybe you once thought you never could. Um, and it, like, I almost just feel joy now in the fact of like, I can even just identify like, okay, this is something that's going on in me that I just need to work on. And that's okay. Cause I like, now I have this belief that I can work on anything. I can work through anything. Um, whereas before I would get really overwhelmed by that and think, oh gosh, like, I'm just going to be this way forever. I'm always going to struggle with these things. There's no hope there, you know, all doom and gloom, but it's just like, if we can kind of embrace that, like life is a journey and it's the human experience is a range of positive and, you know, negative emotions, feelings, thoughts, like, you know, it's a wave, like, but you know what i i think we just need to call them emotions like somewhere along the lines somebody decided to put a label on positive and negative emotions but realistically as a human being these are all just emotions that we're supposed to have and then i think when we are doubting ourselves, or when we do something shitty or when uh, we get angry about something we're like oh i shouldn't feel that because that's a negative emotion and I think as long as we keep labeling things, like we're never going to be able to embrace those parts of us. There is nothing wrong with get, with getting angry. It's what you do with that anger. You know, I think we need to really just embrace that. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be angry. You're going to be happy. You're going to be sad. You're going to be mad. Like they're all regular emotions, you know? And it's like, what do you do when you come across emotion that you're like, I don't really want to sit with this. I don't like the way that I acted in this emotion. And I think that just allows a little bit more grace to be okay. Whew, I'm human. That was a human emotion, but I don't like that emotion. I don't like getting angry for long periods of time. What can I do with it? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Uh, and I agree. Like there's no like good or bad emotion. Like we're meant to feel them all. Um, and yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person. If you get angry or frustrated, I mean, And I I think when we try to portray that, like those things aren't okay, it can feel very isolating then. And you do start to judge yourself, right? When you feel, when you do have those emotions come up, you judge yourself and you think, oh, I'm a bad person because I'm not supposed to like feel this way. Yeah. And you're not supposed to have this emotion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we are human. And I think those emotions are there And I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to that same wording because a lot of people can resonate, but we're, we're supposed to have these positive and negative emotions because they teach us something like when something irritates us and frustrates us, it gives us the opportunity to go, okay, why, like, why is this a trigger for me? And sometimes it's like, oh God, like I got a little bit of healing to do on that one. 
Um, but also identifying what makes you happy so you can do more of it. So it's like, what emotions do you want to feel more of and use them as like a little cue to kind of tap into that. But you said something back there that I really, really want to talk about because I think you and I, we have a mission to normalize the whole entire experience of like being authentic, being messy. We'll use that word. Your messy bits. Is that what you said? Your messy bits. I like that. Yeah. My messy parts. (laughs) Yeah. Your messy parts. We both like share the ups and downs of being a person, being on a business journey, being a woman. Like we share these things openly. Why do you think, and like, and before I ask you the question, sometimes it's deemed as like in like the corporate world, like it's unprofessional to talk about your stuff. It's unprofessional to share these things. And when I was making the transition, I've had several people, several other uh, teachers say like, it's unprofessional for you to be sharing these things. Why do you feel it is totally a professional thing to do? Um, And why do you think it's important to share these bits of messy? It's just so important, Gina, because I think it's important to keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think if we try to deny that, you know, we have those messy parts that we go through hard or challenging times, that's not real. I don't care who you are. Life is life. We all, we all have really great things. We all have really shitty things that happen. We're all going to be challenged in some way. Um, and, and I think if we try to deny that and just constantly act like we have it all together, it's just not real. And, and I think, you know, for me, it's like, I, I struggle, Gina, but I push through and I want to be successful and show people that you can have ups and downs. You can struggle and you can still be successful. You can still have the things that you want. But I know for me, like when I see people who just look like they have it all together, like they're up on this pedestal, that feels inaccessible to me. I'm like, well, I can't be that. Like, I can't be successful then because I struggle. So this is not possible for me. And, and I know that's just not true. So I think it's so important for people to see like, no, I'm human. This is life. Like I go through things, but these other great things are still really possible. Like, you know, at the same time. And, um, you know, I don't think it means you had to share like every nitty gritty piece. That's not what it's about. But like, for me, I struggle with depression, anxiety, I've gotten to a really good place. But like, I still struggle with anxiety a lot. Like I'm a confidence and success coach, I still have self doubts that creep in like, (laughs) I'd be a fake if I tried to say I didn't like, it's just not realistic. And for me, I used to think, because I struggled so much, nobody would ever believe me. Like nobody, why would anybody think I could help them? And I look at that differently now. I mean, I still struggle with those thoughts sometimes and question myself. But for me, Gina, I've like been through so many things in life where I've isolated myself. I've gone through things alone. And I know Like I've been in some really dark places where I felt so alone in the world and it's horrible. And I don't think anybody should ever feel that way. 
So I think it's important to normalize like, Hey, I struggle with this too. Like I see you, if you struggle with this, I get you, you're not alone. I don't have to know you personally, but I see you. And like, it's just so comforting when you can see yourself in someone else and know that you're not alone. Oh God, I didn't bring any <laughs> tissues. Oh, um, first of all, I'm so proud of you. And everything that you just said is why we both share. I had a um I had a principal once say about me when I was going through all of this. I had uh I had somebody say, How can Gina help other people if she can't even help herself? Because I wasn't able to teach at that time. And I remember thinking, like, oh my God, like how funny is it that so many people pretend that they have it all together and think that's what it takes to help others. I call big bullshit on that because like you said, every single person you see is either going through or have went through a struggle. And this whole idea that you can only be successful if you put on this face is why so many people are freaking unhappy. We're not meant to cover everything up. And like you said, you don't need to go and air everything. But the more you pretend that everything is okay, the more damage you're doing to yourself. There are so many people that feel, I'm getting emotional again now. There are so many people who feel like they are alone, that other people don't struggle. And this is why I do it. One of the common themes, and I share openly, as you know, you're, you were a past client of mine and you attended my workshops. Like I share my struggles too. And I'm like, no, I get it. But when people see that you struggle too, they're like, oh shit, I can do this too. And I feel the, the more we pretend everything is okay, the more we are doing a disservice to not only yourself, but every single person around you. You were denying yourself human emotions and you pretending that you have it all together. I don't, I don't want to work with somebody who's pretending and lying and feeling that they cannot be themselves and in order to be successful that you have to hide pieces of yourself. That's bullshit. <laughs> and look at, look at us. We are both successful and we are both changing people's lives, but because we've went through some heavy shit ourselves. Yeah. I am sick and tired. I'm getting fired up now. I'm sick and tired of people expecting people to have it together all the time. We are at a high of anxiety, depression, burnout, unhappiness. When are people going to wake up and realize that we are part of the problem? That the common theme is that so many people feel alone. You know, and if we can share pieces of ourselves, and you can look at somebody and you can see yourself in them and be like, oh man, she went through a terrible time, but she rose above. That's where you get strength. That's where community is created. That's where authenticity is created. That's when being vulnerable helps bring you to who you are and being okay with it. I still have a lot of work to do. There's still parts about my life that I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? There's all those are real emotions, but I truly believe that being authentic and sharing pieces of us 
and saying even just a blanket statement. Yeah, no, not everything's okay. Not everything's perfect. It just gives people permission to go, okay, success can look different for me and I can be successful too. There's my little soapbox rant. Sorry. (laughs) No, Gina. And like, I'm still like kind of emotional about this because even, you know, for me, when I was in some of the darkest places with my depression and I felt so alone. And one of my biggest struggles was that I felt like I just wasn't seen, like people would never get it because from the outside, it was like, why you have all these great things. You have friends, you have family, like you're in university. Like, you know, I guess it was like, I thought people would think you have all these things going for you. Like what's wrong? Like you can't possibly feel this way. And it's so freaking lonely, Gina. And I think people like that need to be seen. And, and for everyone to understand, it doesn't matter how it looks from the outside. Like if someone's struggling, they just need to be seen and know that people are there for them. And yeah, it's like, it's so important. And so that is why it's so important for me to say to people, like, I get it. Like, maybe not exactly. I'll never be in your shoes, but like, I think to look at someone and just say, I don't know what to say right now, but I see you. I'm here. Um, We don't need to have all the answers, but we need to be there for people. I agree. And I think the common thing is that people just, like you said, they just want to be seen. And I think instead of trying to be seen perfectly, we need to be able to be seen imperfectly because we are all imperfectly perfect, if that makes sense, you know? Um, and I think that this is why uh, you and well, you know myself included, we have this theme of community, of connection, of support. And I kind of want to dive into a little bit about why supporting other women is a huge part of who you are and what you stand for. Why do you think it's so important for other women to support other women? I think it's important. Like everybody needs to support everybody. <laughs> like just. I think, you know, especially, you know, like I'm so new and starting out in the entrepreneurial world and having people who are willing to support you, encourage you, like it just means so much because this is, it's challenging, right? There's ups, there's downs, there's everything. Like, like I just, I decide to do things and then like oh shit now I have to figure all this out and and it's nice when you have those people who can support you and encourage you and say like okay hey I get it take a deep breath like maybe try this or that or like even to give suggestions because they've been there before they have experience in a certain area and they can kind of give you that guidance um it's just been so valuable to me. Like even the other day I had someone reach out and was like, Hey, do you need help with this? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like almost taken back that like somebody would do that. And I'm just so appreciative. Cause I'm like, of course I'd love to have a chat. Maybe you can help me with something. Right. Um, but on the other side of that, again, Gina, cause I think it's important to talk about all pieces is that, you know, Again, I'm human. I can't sit here and deny that I never have thoughts of like those negative thoughts come up of maybe seeing another woman succeed and whether it be a little bit of jealousy 
or questioning, okay, this person's succeeding. All these people are supporting her. Like, are people going to support me now? Or like, is there enough room for me too? Right. Whatever it is that's coming up. And I used to think I was a bad person because I thought those things, but I call bullshit. I know I'm not the only one who, who maybe thinks those things sometimes. And it doesn't make me a bad person. Again, it makes me human. And for me, when those things come up, I realize they're just indicators. It's the fact that I need to take time to look at in the mirror at myself and say, what's going on inside of you, Jess? Is it the fact that maybe I'm really struggling with something? I've had a shitty day. I feel like nothing is going the way I want to. And then, boom, I look on social media and see this woman is really succeeding, right? It has nothing to do with her. It's just me needing to check myself and say, okay, like I'm just struggling with this right now. Like these are why these thoughts are coming up. And like, how do I then want these thoughts to manifest? Like, do I want my negative thoughts to manifest into negative actions and be, you know, not supporting other people? Or do I want to just say, okay, no, this is an indicator. There's, there's something in me that's not healed, whether it's old insecurities or I'm just having a bad day. but what I'm going to choose to do is to still support and encourage other women because if I don't do that, right. If I let those negative thoughts, I guess, manifest in negative ways where I'm not encouraging other women, I'm not wanting to support them. I'm wanting them to like fail. If that is what I'm putting out into the world, then that's what I'm going to get back. I'm a huge believer in that. Um, so I'm going to put out there what I, what I want to get back. And I believe when we truly come from a place of wanting to see other people succeed, it's going to also selfishly help us in the end. I, I believe you just, you get what you put out there. Right. Um, and again, it doesn't make you a bad person if you have certain thoughts or things come up, but it's just ask yourself, where is it coming from? Check yourself. Is it, there's, there's probably just something you need to work on something that you need to heal. And yeah, (laughs) that was so beautifully said. And I love how you looked at both sides Um, because sometimes, you know, you hear, Oh yeah, like we need to support other women. And if you have some things inside of you that it's not healed, then, you know, you kind of do have to take a look at it. Right. Um, And I'm so glad you're saying that because I think we need to normalize that. Yeah. Though, once again, those little, we'll say thoughts that come in are there to show you something. Maybe it's a mirror of you see them taking action and you're not, and you're like, you're really mad at yourself, but you make it about them. Or maybe like you say, you're wondering if you have what it takes and you see this person going and doing it or, You know, I just think it's so important to have these conversations that absolutely these feelings are normal, but what you do with them is what really matters. And I truly believe that intention behind something is very, very important. And if your intention and you're leading with a positive intention to help others and make an impact and to support other people, I truly believe it always comes back to But if you are leading with, I have to be the best all the time and this person can't win, I need to. I do think that the energy behind that is not going to support your success in the way that you want to, if that makes sense. Yeah, I believe you're going to stall at some point. You're going to plateau because I, I just think it's such a lack mentality. And like you said, the energy behind that, I don't think it's going to fully get you 
where you want to go. And the other thing, Gina, is like that saying, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. Like it's so true. And the connections that I've made just this past year of being back here, like it's just been incredible. And like all through social media, really like Instagram um, and just women who are there to give you guidance or make connections to someone else who could potentially help you. And it's so amazing, like all the beautiful things that come from that. And then to see other people succeeding and how like, you know, you're developing a community of women who just like rally around each other and like the ripple effects then, right? Because you have these people who are doing these amazing things, which just have ripple effects out into a community. And it just, yeah, sometimes I'm in awe of just what can be created and all the beautiful things that can come from that. Absolutely. And like the community of women in this city is freaking incredible. Um, I have like you, I've met so many amazing supportive women who are there to clap for you. And it really does make the biggest difference. It doesn't even have to be like buying your products or anything like something as simple as a like, a share, a shout out. I could know you're doing a great job. Like those things can really help you propel and keep your vision clear. And sometimes we all just need that little, yeah, you're doing a great job. Um, Oh, you said something earlier and it just totally slipped my mind. I wanted to bring it back. What was it? Gone. She gone. She gone. You said something. Mm, I'm sure it'll come back. (laughs) But there is one more thing that I want to talk to you about because um, we are in the same field. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) yes, I do business coaching as well, but like I focus on mindset. Like I am a trained life coach. You're a trained life coach. Like we're in the same field. And yet we share each other's stuff. We clap for each other. We bring each other to the table. Um, And I think too, it's so important to not just clap for people that you don't view as your competition. It's important to clap for everybody. Um, Once again, I'm not saying that you have to overshare everything and be like, oh yeah, this person, this person. But if you are looking at people within your same field as just pure competition, I think you're losing. And I think once again, there is enough for us all. There is enough for us all. Me supporting you and you supporting me, we're not taking away from each other. We're actually raising each other up. Like I feel like we feed on each other. Like when you succeed, I feel like I'm succeeding too. I'm there like, yeah, you got this. Like what are your thoughts on women supporting women in the same field. I don't even know if you feel the same way, but this is what I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, again, I think it could be easy to fall into that like trap of, oh no, like, but if, if this person's succeeding, then that means I can't succeed or, or whatever. But I think, I think it's so cool when you can connect and like collaborate because I guess in my opinion, like I'm like, what am I trying to say? Like you're more powerful when you're like a collective, I guess, than on your own. So I just think about the beautiful things that could even be created through like, like Gina, you and I have connected on so many things and we, we share a lot of the same like visions and things And like, who knows, you know, like how you might be able to collaborate with someone to make a 
an even bigger impact than you could potentially on your own. So I think it's all, it's always how you want to look at things, whatever it is. Again, you have the choice. You're not, and you're not a bad person. If you do have the negative thoughts come up, but it's just kind of checking yourself and asking like, okay, but like, what do I want to do with these thoughts? How do I want them to manifest into my, what do I, what do I choose to do? And, um, and I think if you can just reframe things sometimes and, and say, okay, well, like this could actually be cool. Maybe this person and I could collaborate and like do this really cool, bigger thing. Like maybe we could help each other out. Maybe like, you know, maybe it's somebody who's been in the field longer and, and you're just starting out and they could give you guidance. And, I, and like, and when you are starting out, I think it's just, yeah, it's so valuable to have those people that you can go to, right. Who can say, okay, look, definitely don't, go this route because I've been there <laughs> right struggle bus the whole way like this is probably the easier route to go so why don't you give this a try right to like almost save that like new person some struggles and um and some guidance because it's like yeah if you can lift others up I think it just like beautiful things come from that I love it and the other thing too once again you you made a good point is like it is okay to feel these things you know, it is okay to have those feelings of comparison come in, um, but just reframing it, like looking at it, how can I look at this differently? Um, why do I feel this way is even a really good question to kind of go and say, okay, like, why am, why is this person triggering me? You know, is it, I just don't like this person or is it like a mirror of something that I need to work on? You know, so like, there's so much around that, but I truly believe if you can lift up people as you go through this world not even just business related in any way related. I just think that you're, you're winning and not everybody has to agree with that with me. Like maybe you're like, yeah, Gina, that's not my, my belief. And that's cool too, but it's mine. And I'm going to keep talking about it (laughs) because I think it's (laughs) so important to be kind because you never know what your act of kindness can do and how you can either bring somebody up or pull them down with just your actions and your words. So, you know, whatever you're doing, I just feel it's so important to be kind. Yeah. And I think no, no one succeeds completely on their own, right? Everyone gets help somewhere along the way. And I think it's important to remember that, like, even as you continue to grow, um, you know, I, like, I know I never want to lose sight of that, like the people who've helped me. And so of course I want to do that for others. Like it's so important because yeah, no one succeeds on their own. Yeah. And sometimes I, I feel people might want to let others believe that, um, whether it's a confidence issue or something like that. But it's like, no, none of us are here by ourselves. Um, you know, there's been a lot of times in my in my business that I've worked alone. Absolutely. But I didn't get here by myself. I've hired people. I've got myself around people who are, you know, motivational. Like it's not it's never alone. It's never alone. Um and I do, I do think it's really important to, to just keep that in mind that, you know, it takes a village, right? It takes a village. Totally. There it is. Well, we have like covered so much. <laughs> I just want to keep chatting with you, but we <laughs> are going to dive into the rapid fire questions if you are ready. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So just as it implies, I know you've listened to the podcast before, but first thing that comes to mind, have at her. Good to go. <laughs> I feel like at this point I need some music like dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
that's going to have to go in in the editing. Um, okay, here we go. Who was your favorite Spice Girl? Uh, scary. Nachos or tacos? Nachos. A nickname you used to have or still have? <laughs> Jesse <Jessica>. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. Uh, yeah, my family, my husband calls me Jesse Poo. And Gina. Um, yeah, I know Gina. I love it. She found out about that one. I wanted to introduce you as Jesse Poo, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> if you could travel back in time, where would you go? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question. Um, maybe to my younger self, just being a teenager. What would you say to your younger self? <laughs> oh my gosh, so many things. But I would work on learning to love myself more and not worry so much about other people. Maybe tell myself to go to therapy. <laughs> so important, so um, important. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things, but um, I think I'd show myself more compassion. Love that. That's beautiful. Um, I don't know if I want to ask this question, but who is your favorite Harry Potter character? <laughs> I think this is coming. <laughs> and I was like, Gina's not gonna like my answer that I've never watched. Oh it. my god. <laughs> People, can you just start lying to me? <laughs> I like I know I should have like done some research and um came with an answer other than that, but my new pre-rec is going to be you have to watch Harry Potter <laughs> or we watch it together <laughs> um sunrise or sunset oh both can I choose both fair absolutely I don't know how I would choose so um what's your go-to order at your favorite restaurant oh I don't know I like trying new things mm-hmm. I don't really have a go-to I'm always up for trying something new. Nice. I I like trying things new, but I also have my staples, as you know. Like there's certain things yeah. I'm like, give me it. I don't even need the menu. Um, what is your go-to song if you need like a pick-me-up? Okay, wait. We have to go back for a second because yeah. a Caesar, not a salad. <laughs> a Caesar is always my go-to. That's a food, technically. Yeah, no, no, that's a food. Especially Caesar, because you can get some pretty elaborate like garnishes on a Caesar. So that you get what's the craziest garnish you've ever had? I don't know. I haven't or like I've seen ones with like a mini burger on them and like a lot of crazy things. Yeah, but I've never got it myself. Okay. Just I've seen them on menus, but yeah, just nothing super crazy. Stock of celery. <laughs> Spicy beans. Have a vegetable in there. I love it. Um, okay, so what's your go-to song if you need to pick me up in a little dance party? Oh, I don't really have go-to. Just anything on beat. Like, whatever. I feel different things at different times. So, if I turn it on and I'm feeling it. I mean, I love anything going back, like, the 90s and, mm. like, <laughs> dance mix. <laughs> That's what I listen Belt. to when I work out is, like, all the 90s yeah. dance mix. <laughs> Belt out all the words to those things. I mean, I'd go to ballot like Celine Dion or <laughs> Whitney Houston. Like, I love it. But you know yeah. what song that I put on repeat now? I'm not even kidding. Like if I drive in the car, I put it on repeat. I think I'm going to tell you this, but Cold Heart, the new, like the remix with Elton John. Have you heard it? The cold, no, cold I don't heart. 
you gotta listen to it. Don't, it do, doesn't sound like that, but um, you need to listen to it. It's so good. Um, if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Uh, running. And a fake one? Best crafter. Ooh, you're a crafter? <laughs> I've always had a crafty side. I used to knit when I was a little girl, like cross stitch. Oh, yeah, I've done it all. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. If you could change your name, what would it be? Oh gosh. I don't know. Is this a new question? Nope. <laughs> oh my God, I never thought of this one. Thrown in some Lola. randoms. <laughs> Lola. <laughs> yes. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? To like go anywhere with the staff of my fingers. I wish I could do that too. Um, texting or talking? Talking. Morning if or night need- person. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just have to say, if we have to figure something out. I am calling you because I can't stand needing to text a million text messages just to figure something out. I am with you. And it's so much faster. <laughs> just like pick yeah. up the phone. Um, describe yourself in three words. Oh, gosh. Um, determined. Funny. <laughs> um, kind. Hmm, so nice. If you were stranded in a tropical island, you had all the essentials. What are two things you would have to bring with you? James and Lexi. Oh, you say you said James, right? <laughs> okay. At James first, I thought you said Lexi. jeans. I was like, jeans on a. <laughs> no, James. I'd Got take you. him. I'd take him, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Oh, okay. My 75 year old grandmother jumped from a plane and really inspired me. So I kind of like want to jump from a plane that uh yeah you might need to do that <laughs> yeah. uh, uh sorry if you were really hungry would you eat a bug oh if i had to live, <laughs> to live. i'm just picturing like biting a beetle or something <laughs> um, can't imagine but yeah, yeah. I, I would i guess well so realistically we already eat so many bugs we don't even realize it so yeah um would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to speak to animals uh, that's a tough one i think every language in the world yeah i struggle with that one um this one's a little bit more serious but what is the best piece of advice you have ever gotten that you wish you got earlier um gosh it's hard there's like so many (laughs) pieces of advice um i think just like learning to love myself learn to love yourself and to do what you want in life And when you do that, everything else becomes easier. Yeah. Wow. Well, this was amazing. And clearly I want everybody to follow you, to share you, to to share you. I didn't mean to share you, but to follow you (laughs) and to, well, they want to share your stuff too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Clearly have not drank enough of my coffee this morning. Um, Where can people find you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm most active on Instagram. So you can come follow me there at mrs jess cox and yeah go follow her with people so follow me message me chat with me let's go for coffee or glass of wine i'm all about it absolutely and she has some great things coming up so make sure you go follow her and see all the amazing things she's putting into the world Jessica, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I feel like we didn't even get to the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) Yeah. 
so many things. Yes. So thank you for being here. Uh, You're amazing. And is there anything last like gold nugget you'd like to share before you go? Um, You're amazing. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is actually, it's funny. Like I was kind of dreamed of being on the podcast and here we are. Thank you, Gina. Um, And I just want to encourage like people to, yeah, take that small step. If it, if you're needing to figure out making a change, what it is you want to do, whatever that is, bring more joy into your life. <laughs> Absolutely. And stop caring what people think. Just do you. I'll put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. And remember, keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you.